Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gumshoe Gamer Podcast. My name is Gumshoe, or Ethan, or whatever you want to call me, and we're back. Uh, it's not Halloween any a- anymore by the time you're seeing this, uh, but you know, if Simpsons can delay their Halloween special, I think I can do that too. So, with me is a new person. Uh, who are you? I thought you knew. You're the one who invited me. You kind of just came in. Oh, wait, I did invite you. Hold on. Let me. Uh, that's not on the script. Anyway, who are you? I don't. Are you asking? Are, is this an existential question? It might be. I, yes. I don't know. Hmm. That's a very good question. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I'll have to get back to you on that. But if you're asking me, like, what I, why, you know, the surface level, uh, whatever. I can't think. I don't know where I'm going with this joke. Uh, we lost so. the bit. Anyway, yeah, yeah. bits, bit, bits anyway, over. I'm terrible at that. Anyway, uh, hello. Um, my name is Hudley. It's just hoodie with an L. That's it, really. Um, I make really uh, infrequent and subpar YouTube videos about really just whatever I feel like making them about. So mostly just anime and video games and um, that's kind of it. Yay. Um, For someone that hasn't seen any of your videos, which one would you recommend? Uh, None of them. Okay, I mean, that's fair, but still, if you had to pick one, I, I really don't know. Uh, I don't really think any of them are good, but uh, Ninja Scroll, I, I guess that one was, that one is like the least terrible one I can think of. So I also like your uh, Gungrave one. I thought that thought that was pretty good. Thanks. So yeah, I also have my own podcast, but I, it's taken me forever to get the newest episode out because I am I'm just incredibly lazy. It wasn't evident from the fact that it's taken me like over two months to make another main video. So you cannot rely on me for quality or consistency. Oh well. In any case, yeah, I was going to um, say but, but then I realized I can't really say anything against that. But nope, there is no but. That's that that's that's it. Full stop. Yeah, it 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 be like that though. I I think this this year has just been creatively draining for everybody. Nah, I'm just lazy. I mean, I'm not gonna deny that, but still, <laughs> I'm lazy too. All right, so I get it. But anyway. Uh, have you been able to play any, any games recently? Any? Um, I have, I have a terrible, what have I been playing lately? Um, what have I been playing? Well, I guess I have been playing Remember Me for like the seventh time. Okay. That's a, that's a game I haven't heard of in a ridiculously long amount of time. What? I made a video on it. The video sucks. So I'm making another one that hopefully will suck less. Um, will, it, will it be called, hey, you remember me? They remember me? Remember? No, no, because I, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of demeaning to the game. Remember and I mean, I like me? the game. 
it, it's one of those titles where you, the title of the game, the actual title of the game, not the game itself when I say title, but like the title of the game kind of makes you feel like you have to make a stupid pun about it. Like, remember me? Kind of forgettable. Or at oh. least that's, that's what uh, Ben Yahtzee Croshaw made a joke about. Um, I was just going to go with uh, remembering remember me because no one else will. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that because, I don't know, I like the game. Like, it's not great, but it, I, I like it for a lot of reasons. Um, the video is probably not going to be out for quite a while because, again, I'm not good at this stuff and it takes me forever. But, I mean, it's like it's one of those games where you ever play a game where you know it's not very good, but for some reason you just keep playing it because there's, there's something about it that interests you and you keep playing it to experience that same thing again and again. Listen, you're you're talking to like a Sonic fan, so I'm like, yeah, 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 I, I know, I know the feeling. Uh, that was okay, just... I don't mean I don't mean like you're the franchise is a giant flaming pile of random ideas that never get expanded upon. I mean like just like a, a this one-off game that had a neat idea, but it just wasn't. It didn't like come together into a cohesive whole. It's like making bread, but you didn't ferment it enough, so it just kind of falls apart when you need it. I, I okay, make bread. I don't know if this is the best example because I don't think it's a terrible game, but uh, Killer is Dead. Dude, I actually really like Killer is Dead. Yeah. That's another. That's another one of those of those good okay games. I like to call it. I gotta call them six point five gen games. Mm -hmm. It's not like just an absolute. Like, it's absolute trash, but it definitely is not like. It's not like Killer Seven. Yeah, it's not or, polished. Or no more heroes. It needed. It needed a lot more polish, really. The visual but, style is really cool. Mm -hmm. And Mondo Zappa's name is really cool. I think it's supposed to be a pun on Frank Zappa. I'm pretty sure. Which I only just now got. Thank you. I was like, oh yeah, that is his name. I just always thought he was Mondo. I forgot he actually had a last name. Yeah, it's Mondo Zappa. And he's got a, a robot arm. He rode a unicorn from the moon. He's got a samurai sword. And he's somehow much less interesting than any of those qualities would make you believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of sad about it. Though, um, okay, now I just remembered a game that perfectly describes it. Hey, you remember the bi uh, Bionic Commando reboot? Sadly, yes. Yeah, that's like... That game, I, I was amazed by how kind of meh and bad it was, but I was so amazed that I was like, I gotta finish this. That's not that's more of a guilty pleasure. It's not really the same kind of thing. Hey, by the way, uh, if his robot arm is his wife, does that mean uh, if he has some you know private time, does that count as does that not technically count uh, as hmm, masturbation? Wow. Uh, hmm. Uh, next question. Uh, anyway, I've also been playing Immortal Redneck. I, I got it like two days ago because it was on sale for like basically nothing. And Oh, actually, I think I the, have that. Yeah, it's a first-person shooter where you play uh, a redneck hillbilly dude who goes to Egypt. I don't know why he went to Egypt. It seems like a very strange place for a vacation destination, but whatever. He goes to... He's riding around his dune buggy, and he, then he crashes, and then he's wrapped up in mummy bandages, which somehow makes him immortal. Which explains the title, and then it's a, it's a first person shooter roguelike where you, you know, you just kind of go around with the guns and shoot things, and you just kind of keep. It's a roguelike. It's a first person shooter roguelike. I like roguelikes. I play I play quite a few of them, and I found one recently 
that I haven't played just because it's like 20 bucks and I just like, eh, I'm saving up for the Digimon card game, so maybe not. But it's called uh, BPM, Bullets Per oh, Minute. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. I really want, want to play that. I that want to play that really bad. Fun. It's a first-person roguelike, again, first-person shooter roguelike, but it's a rhythm game themed to Viking metal, and I'm just like, that sounds... That sounds really cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. And we can actually say that. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that 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 looks that looks like such a great time, honestly. Sorry, what? Very, uh, that's, uh, that, that just looks like a uh, a great time. Uh I uh I really want to get that at some at some point, but you know, I kinda have already spent enough uh as it is. So oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope it goes on sale soon because it looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Though but I anyway, actually, yeah, I actually I, have played um, Immortal Redneck. Now I think about it, I didn't spend uh, that much time on it. Steam only says I put like a couple hours into it. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. Um, the art style was a little too simple for for my taste, but you know that's like just it. merely nitpicking. The only other game I've been playing lately that's actually kind of worth mentioning is uh, uh, Style Savvy Fashion Forward. Oh my god. I've had that on my DS for years. I, I have put so many freaking hours into those games. That and Trendsetters. I haven't played the new one. I think it came out. There's a new one? Out. Okay, because, oh wow, this is totally, this is news to me. Uh, Styling Star, that's what it was called. It's the one with like music and stuff. Mm -hmm. It came out in 2017. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. Man, I haven't picked that. I played the demo a couple times, and it's neat because it's like it actually has like music and stuff, so you, you get to be in that business as well. That's cool. I haven't picked it up yet, mostly because I can't remember if it has a physical edition, and I'd rather buy a physical copy. I don't think it does, but anyway. Yeah, because it's for the it's for the the three DS, right? Or is it? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. So mm, you might you really want the physicals because yeah. something that I figured out is uh, your digital purchases are tied to that single SD uh, card. Yeah, that got card. So uh, oops. Yeah, I actually lost my SD card once, and it had um, the DS drawing program I used to make the. Like the the profile picture for my channel, which explains oh, no. why the profile picture is so terrible, because I drew it on a DS. So really should do something about that. But anyway, I've been rambling. What have you been playing, Detective oh, Gumshoe? Oh man, uh, a lot actually. Um, I'll I'll save a thing. So the first thing I really do want to talk about is something I've been playing a lot. Like before this month, uh, a couple months ago. I started a playthrough of of, of this uh, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. Um, I actually decided to give it another go because I played through it. Oh my god, I don't know, a year, maybe two years ago. But I kind of stopped because I had other things that just I knew I knew it was one of those games I just I needed to sit down and like actually dedicate a lot of time to. Um, so now it's 2020. So hey, guess I'll do that uh right now and i'm not uh near the end of the game but i'm definitely getting there and 
you know, outside of the jankiness that still exists, uh, it's a very good game. Like, I'm very surprised. Uh, the new one's coming out when? I have no idea. Uh, it's, it kept it keeps getting delayed, and there's no like firm release date. Okay, I've never played it. Mm, it definitely um, is an old PC game, though. Is uh, it like um? Is it like um? Omicron, the Nomad Soul level of old PC jank. No, I, I, like, I, Omicron is like the best game that David Cage has ever made because it's an actual game. Ooh, and it has David Bowie. Oh damn! I actually need a okay because that's this is news to me. I gotta f- figure out what this is, but um, I, I, I'd say it's a uh, no, it's um early two two thousands. So I say old in that same in that same way that uh, so like uh Deus Ex one, Man. yeah, like Deus Ex one is kind of a difficult to run on modern hardware in like the that sort of way. It's a uh, it's like held together with sackcloth. Mm-hmm. That that the 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 dev team really had like no budget, or not. It's like they didn't have they they needed a lot more money and more time. And I think it was EA that published it. It was like no, nope, you don't. Yeah, you're not getting any of that. Um, so fans literally had to patch up the game and restore missing content. Uh, now luckily well, I mean, people were to do that. Mm-hmm. That's been good. Luckily, luckily though. Uh, if you buy the GOG version, which is what I recommend, that already comes with it, and so you can just buy it and then play it straight out, which is really nice. Uh, and since that's the version that I've been playing, I've I've only experienced jank when it comes to the combat mechanics, and some of the animations are pretty mid two thousands. Uh, you know, but for what it, but for what it. It is, and the the narrative and the story is really like the the highlight of it. Uh, what's the what's the weakness of vampires? Because like uh, everything has like a vampire weakness. Yeah. So basic. So basically, the whole stake thing doesn't actually really do anything except paralyze. Uh, sunlight is the biggest one, which is why. I, so, so basically, the off. entire game is in night. Which is which so the sunlight I, thing is just kind of pointless. Well, no, it, no, it's not because it's basically like you're the entire game is in night, but it's supposed to be like separate days. You just oh, you know okay. time, right. quote unquote. But yeah, uh, it's supposed. But the, the, so like there is never a day setting. It's always going to be night uh, whenever you play the game, which I think is actually pretty cool because. Well, there's one thing that that this game does very well is it makes you feel like a vampire, but not in gameplay, like just oh I'm beating up people and I'm cool superpower. No, in the sense that like oh I gotta actually act like a vampire. Oh I got oh right yeah. There's like constant reminders in the story and narrative and even just world that like yeah you are a vampire so you have to do this now. That makes sense. Uh, like. Hey, you know blood? Yeah, blood's pretty Im- important. But if you like just kill like random people by doing that, then humanity go- goes down and basically you're kind of shunned. Also, if you break the masquerade, which is basically like doing acts like killing people just in broad daylight or using any sort of vampire things where doing the evil crimes. 
No, listen, you, you, you can do crimes, just don't get caught. That's basically it. Too. Doing the stupid crimes, because it's only yeah. a crime if you get caught. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, if you break the masquerade, like, I think it's five times, then the game is the game's over. You legit lose. That's kind of interesting. You ever so, play Vampire? No, I've not. That's by the same people who made Remember Me, actually. I heard it was, like, kind of, I heard it was kind of, it had the same feeling as Remember Me. I still want to play it just because I like Don't Nod's work. Um, Life is Strange was really cringy. Life is Strange uh, is, is Life is Strange. What? Yeah, Life is Strange be Life is Strange, you know? Uh. Anyway, Vampire... Um, I think that was kind of like Vampire Masquerade, but it was like it had the same level of quality as Remember Me, where they had a bunch of neat ideas, but they just didn't make it come together enough. So maybe you're interested in... You could be interested in that. It's more of an action RPG kind of thing, so maybe you oh, can no, try wait. it out. Yeah, I... I do have it. I just have yet to actually play it. It's one of those situations. Because um, yeah. I, I got it on, on, on sale um, when it was like 10 bucks. Oh, hey. I forgot one thing that I've been playing lately that I've actually been looking forward to like all year long. Oh, what? 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Oh, God, that looks freaking great. It Wish is. I had a PS4. It's also really freaking weird because it's like branching time loop with giant robots and kaijus and there's a talking cat. That takes place in World War Two, I think. So it takes place in like I think it's like World War Two, and then the eighties, and then the twenty twenties, and then the twenty forties, and then I think the it's it's weird. You got like I don't know what's happening. There's tiny robots, and then there's there, there's big robots that shoot missiles, and then the actual gameplay is like real time tower defense. It's a freaking weird game, and it's great. Go go play it. It's pretty. Um, it's developed by uh, Vanilla Soft. I think that's Vanillaware. Vanillaware. Wow. The same guys who made uh, Grim Grimoire, Odin Sphere. Uh, it's remake Odin Sphere, Lef Leftrasir, Lef Leftrasir. Something I don't, I don't speak Nordic. Uh, or is it Scandinavian? Is the language of Vikings uh, Nord pronounced Nordic or Scandinavian? I think it's Scandinavian. I think it's Scandinavian. whatever. <laughs> um. And Dragon's Crown, the one with the super hot Amazon lady who goes into battle, specifically wearing a bikini, just just because she can. Wow. When was and then when, the super when, when was that dude who always skips leg day. <laughs> so he's just a giant walking pectoral on legs. Ah, boom knuckles. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, that I'm sorry. I just remembered that's what I've been playing, just because I've my memory is mm. not great, but that game's cool. And I'm glad because it was like one of only three new games I was looking forward to this year. And it's great. Yeah, I don't even. OK, well, we'll probably talk a little bit more about some stuff later. But yeah, uh, yeah just kind of end end off with the vampire masquerade thing. Uh, I really recommend it. It's it, it, and you should all try to get the uh, GOG good old games version if you possibly can. Uh, just to save yourself the hassle of if you don't want to deal with like tracking, getting the Steam version and having to track and track down so you can mod it successfully. Uh, GOG also has some free games, some classic PC games you can get every mm -hmm. now and then. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye it's on that good. one. It's 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 my go-to whenever it's like okay, if, if I need like an older PC game, then go there. 
hundred percent. Just go there. Uh, those are clients are usually pretty good. So yay! Um, yeah. I also this month actually got around to playing Resident Evil Seven. It's been on my backlog yeah, forever. Like party on that. Yes, I know. I'm late to. I'm late to. The, I'm late, late to everything. Okay, like, <laughs> listen. <laughs> that's 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 the thing. Uh, I rarely play anything that's like new anymore. Same, it's, honestly. It's, it's it's just eh, like, oh well. I anyway, mean, some new games are fine. Like Yakuza, they're massive, but they they tend to be high quality. I should stop talking now. You were saying it's fine. It's fine. Um, Resident Evil 7, I think, is probably... Uh, okay, out of all of them that I've played, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I would put it above Remake 2. And I don't know if that's a hot take or, or, or not, because I, I enjoyed my time with 7 more than I enjoyed my time with Remake 2. Which one was 2? Oh, yeah, that was the one with Leon. And Claire. Yeah, Claire and Leon. Mm -hmm. RE4 is still the best, just in terms of like a game you can play. Yeah, I I do think RE4. I I, I am one of those people. I think RE4 is, is the best one. But then again, of I that I played, I haven't played a lot of Resident Evil games. I've only played um remake of one, remake of two, uh, seven, four, four. five, six, five and six. And that's like most that's of the mainline ones except three. Yeah, three I have not played yet. And I'll probably get the remake at some point. So you can go go and play that one. At some at at some point, uh, yeah, exactly. I'll get it. I play. I I don't play horror games, and I actually played Resident Evil Seven around when it came out. It's gross. It's really gross. Oh yeah, it's very much horror. Which it's I wish Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. But with. It starts uh, off like Chainsaw Ma Massacre, but then it becomes Resident Evil. Yeah, I, uh, I, I will I, say. I so. When I got to that section with the bug lady, I just turned my my PC on mute, and then I, I, I just tried to get through it as fast as possible. I hate bugs. I hated that scene. So when oh, yeah. I saw the lady who was pooping bugs out of wherever she was pooping them, I just said, "Screw you!" And just <laughs> flamethrower. I just stockpiled as much flamethrower. Dude, but that, but, but that's also such just like um like a lot of the game. I, I'm surprised just how memorable that that the game left because it's like, man, I really loved like pretty much every boss fight, and and there was there was a lot of just character like poured into uh into them. They remind me a lot of four in that way, where it's like every time we get a new encounter. I mean, it's not as like, fun as four. It's 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 nowhere near as fun. Which I uh, except maybe the first boss, uh, in in the garage, that was like the only time where I thought where literally you just like drive a car and try to ram, uh, the father in. That was like, the only the time that I felt like it got like kind of ridiculous. The but, Baker family, I do think, make memorable bosses because they all have something gross that they do, and their fights are kind of interesting. And they're also somewhat symp sympathetic near near the end, which I thought was a nice twist. I mean, it doesn't make up for the fact that they they chainsawed my hand off. It doesn't. And, I mean, and... <laughs> I mean, they still deserve to, to to die at some point. But at the same time, it's like you know, you know. I feel bad for killing you, gross cannibalistic redneck mutant people. Well, because it, it's funny because like basically, uh, actually, I, I don't. They were. 
I think they became that. The, 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 the idea is that, oh, it's because of Evie, Evelyn, that they all yeah. became this, this, this way. Okay. So, you know, that's it's the whole... It's been a while since I played through it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was very. I just, I just thought it was it was very good, and like I ended up really liking the characters. Um, Ethan didn't become as bland as I thought he was going to be, so that's nice. Which is I mean, surprising, considering he's just two fists that occasionally swore. Well, for for now, but there is an entire sequence where you actually play as uh, your wife, and you see he actually does have a model. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I know, but it's just... I thought that was nice. Most of the yeah, game. Majority is just two fists. I will say this. It's probably the only Resident Evil game I would consider scary. Because, like, every other mm. game that I played, it's, like, it's not scary. They just... It's more tense rather than scary. And even then, like, they make it hard to take it seriously because the dialogue is terrible and the stories are stupid. But through like the game design, they kind of make things tense. But I wouldn't say they ever became scary until seven. Mm-hmm. And I and think it just came along and was like, "Yeah, this is fun. This is stupid. We know we're stupid. Let's have the main villain be this squeaky voice Napoleon dude in Spain, just cause." God. I love him. Oh, see, yeah, I man, I could legit be here forever in Gush English Road Four. Now that I actually got the Wii version, and it, oh my god. Love, love that version. The remake's gonna be really weird. Oh my god! I don't like, know. Why I, would you remake four when you've remade <sighs> the previous three games to be like four? Can yeah? Can you just remake um, Code Veronica then and like make the story better? Yeah, that's that that too. And don't put Steve in there. Freaking or make Steve better. Or that's true. Mm-hmm. You could just do that. Yeah, don't don't make him always have to hit hit on Claire, okay? And also, stop make, stop letting people make live action Resident Evil movies. We we don't need those. I don't, I don't know if if there will be any anymore because I think the last one bombed pretty. Badly. I think I thought there was. I don't remember. Whatever, Resident Evil Seven. I, I recommend it's, it's, it. It's yeah. If you have the good. stomach for it, um, mm-hmm. it's really gross. So like if you're fine with that, you sh- you should you should totally go check it out. I will say I wasn't hyped for Resident Evil Eight, but now that I played Resident Evil Seven, I'm like, oh man, I actually want to see where this is gonna go. I like, I still don't really care for Resident Evil, just cause it, just because I don't know, I'm not really a fan of it. But four is fun. Seven was neat. Uh, I hope the uh, are eight doing well. Something. I I I, I hate. Okay, last thing I I will say though. Um, about RE7, the two DLCs that I ended up playing, uh, Chris's story, which is literally just an FPS at that point. There, there's no horror. It's, you're just you're just plain old shooting. Um, no. Yeah, which I mean, like, eh, it's fine. It's short. It's it's whatever. Um, I I'm glad that they changed his model after seven because because Chris uh, RE7 Chris looks terrible. I'm sorry. It's just he looks so bad. Did he hire the bicycle shop employee to inflate his muscles again? No, but like the face doesn't even look like Chris. Like they they literally had to tell me. I didn't know it was Chris until literally just said, oh, I'm Chris Redfield. I'm like, what? I mean, he probably doesn't even have the same voice actor just because they keep swapping out. No more Roger Craig Smith. No more Roger Craig Smith. 
That's a shame. Capcom yeah. really needs to stop doing that. The other other one, the end of Zoe, I think is what I consider to be Resident Evil in every way. And if you want just stupid Resident Evil, oh my god, that is like epitome. You are literally uh the brother of the father, um, the Baker father. And so you're the you uncle. Yeah, so you're the uncle. Um and you don't get guns. No, no. You have your fists because you're a boxer and you punch the shit out of these molded. That's what they're called? Yeah, they're called molded. That is really lame. Because they're only because you know they're molds. Or that's really, that's really lame. Yeah. Like, you just punch there's like there's freaking Yeah. Here's the thing, there's like legit combos in there too. Like if you do right, left, and right, and then you can follow it up with uh either fast punches. You can yeah, you can you can follow it up with like either fast punches or like a super heavy punch, and then at the end you get like this me this mechanical arm upgrade that just you can make a charge punch. It's like it's super ridiculous. It sounds more like punch out revengeance. And it's all in first person, too. Yes, it, it sounds like Punch-Out! Revengeance. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, I honestly, I was having a blast. I was just like, this is stupid and ridiculous, but I love it. I'll have to, isn't it free? Uh, that one isn't. Um, Chris's oh. one is. Oh. But it I also is a good, uh, End of Zoe is also a really good end, uh, epilogue to Seven. Because it basically is like, Zoe just kind of is just there and then we never see her again after a certain point in the, in the story. So then to finally have her be back and be like, Oh yeah, this is what happened to me is nice. I feel like that would kind of be disappointing. Cause the big thing about resident evil is that you don't know what the heck's going on. You're just kind of plopped into the situation and you're, you're left to your own devices to get the heck out of there. I feel like having a DLC that explains it kind of defeats the purpose Maybe that's just me. Well, not, not not every. Well, I mean, seven explains what the heck is actually going on at the end. That's. But then again, it's never. But a lot of it is like you can kind of piece it together. It's never a hundred percent like told to the characters. Like I think even at the end, like Ethan doesn't fully understand what the heck is going on. Uh, right. But you do as a player. All right. At the end. Okay. But yeah, that's there you go. That's all I want to say with RE7. Uh it's good. It's good. Play it play it on Halloween. That's yeah, it's I great. Hope you played it on Halloween. It's if you didn't, I hope you like watch Monster House or um I don't know, Ringu. Sure. I hope I that's hope you good. watch those. Okay. Um so with that said. Uh, should we get? We're gonna get into them headlines, guys. Played no more heroes though. Off. Seriously, you need help. Everybody deals with grief differently, right? Some people fuck at funerals. I cut off heads. Well, I mean, I was gonna talk about that, but technically, that's that, that that's new. So I guess I'll, that'll be the first thing. Sure, right. why not? Uh, so hey. Surprise! There was the Nintendo Direct Mini for some reason. It I I woke up and then there was one. Zelda. 
Oh yeah, they actually showed off the new the new Zelda, and there's a oh. demo for it. I played, well, it, I played a bit of it. joke at the expense of Nintendo fanatics. Oh, they actually did. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't really care. But no more heroes. Yeah, no more heroes one and two uh, are on the Switch right now. Twenty bucks each, uh, USD. And Go play them. Yeah, they're even upscaled HD, and it oh, looks awesome. great. Yeah, that's it's awesome. like actual good versions. And so it's, uh, I highly recommend if you decide to get it, play with the Joy-Cons detached. Really is the best way. Does that mean Suda51 and Jiggle Physics is in actual HD quality now? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Go play it. Go play No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. And I, I really hope that in the third one, Travis um, is back to how he was in the second game and not how he was in uh, Travis Strikes Back. Because that would be disappointing. I want him to be a pathetic nerd. I mean, that's what he was. He was a pathetic nerd who only knew how to kill people, and that's like all he—that's all he was. His room was full of anime memorabilia, and it was funny because he was just—he was a hopeless geek who bought a lightsaber on an on an online auction and decided to become an assassin just because. Like, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Though for though uh, something that I had to get used to because I I never played the sec- the second game so because you know it co- it would cost me a hundred bucks plus to get a copy of No More Heroes two. Wait, what? For my Wii, yeah, it's like really No More Heroes two for the Wii is like incredibly expensive. That's weird. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm never playing this unless it gets ported. It gets it got ported, so I had to get No More Heroes two. Now you can experience the abomination joke ending that is Jasper Bat Jr. Oh, damn. But you do get to experience uh, Margaret Moonlight and Alice Twilight, which are honestly incredible. Those are yeah. fantastic. I got up to the point where you play as Shinobu. Uh, uh, yeah. And I did I did her first mission. Her Her missions aren't very fun. I mean, I okay. Yeah, like, I, it's just it's just it's it's clear Travis had a lot more time in development than than she did. Yeah. Uh, I don't how, like how she. I don't like how she says "moe" after sharpening her sword. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. I I want to see Travis do the <laughs> that that really stupid recharge thing. I love it. I don't though. know why that's still funny. I think it's just it because is. he deliberately made it look like that. Just just because oh, he man. could. It's even it's even more obvious in, in, in two. Like it's it's there aren't even it's not even trying to be like kind of It never was. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, no more heroes. I think that was like one of the first like M-rated games that I actually beat just because it was so freaking ridiculous. You had all these mm-hmm. crazy boss fights, you had all these crazy abilities, you could learn wrestling throws which was awesome you got to you got to upgrade your swords you got to ride around on a giant motorcycle in a really empty not very good open world uh you got to go to the the you got to customize your shirts so i, I just i got some shirts that was cool um, and i actually okay the 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 thing the thing about two though that i do have to say is i'm glad that there's no like motorcycle driving around that's yeah, that was, great. 
And I like most of the mini games in two. There's a few of them that I'm just like, man, I wish that they gave me more more money for. Um, yeah. And I also kind of don't like what they did with the gym in two. Because yeah. I, because I don't know, I I kind of liked in one where it was just all motion con- con- controls because it didn't last for super long. But in here, it's like, oh, if you mess up a couple times, then that's it. You're not going to progress or just spend more money. The weird thing is you don't even need money for the story missions. Yeah, which I think that's a good change. Yeah, you just do them for extra stuff like upgrades mm-hmm. and T-shirts and stuff like that. And extra blades, which you can switch mid-mission, which is nice. I love that. So freaking cool. Dude, I was freaking laughing so hard when I got the uh, the third one, which is just this super long blade saber. And I was like, oh my god, it's just growing like super much. And it just does this super wide, like, get hit like five guys in, in a row with just one swing. It was the most satisfying thing ever. That's a pretty powerful penis metaphor right there. Oh, yeah, totally. Dual swords were awesome. I haven't gotten those yet, but I'm assuming that's probably They're it. so cool. And also, whenever you uh, uh, whenever you get to Margaret Moonlight, um, her stage is kind of annoying because you have to just go through so many goons until night falls, and then you go up to the roof of the, the supermarket, and then you fight her. But man, dude, homie, pal... Her boss fight music is freaking awesome, and it's also kind of hilarious. Oh no, I I think two already has a better soundtrack than one. Which yeah, I mean, have you I ever listened to the song Philistine? Yes, it is. It is actually really funny, and it's very funny how in context of the series, how in context she's supposed to be singing it. So it's like, it, it, is every person she fights an otaku? Is she always talking about her, uh, what was it, um, absolute territory? Is that just part of, is that just what she says all the time? Ooh. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, that's uh, funny. It's really funny. Unless it's like a completely different song. I don't think it is. I think it's supposed to be diegetic because she's supposed to be constantly singing it. It is. It is, it is supposed to be. That's, that seems like a very weird tactic for an assassin. But then again, she's a, a gothic Lolita using scythe sniper rifle thingies, so who cares? It's yeah, cool. that's ridiculous. But that's the point, and I love it. I also cool love that the third game is going to just go like full-on space, because that's what no any anime does. In space! The galactic assassin rankings... <laughs> Okay. Oh, jeez. I wonder how many Ted's suit is going to put on one of the assassins. Dude, are we going to get uh, a callback to Killer is Dead? That would actually be... I'd be up for that. I mean, you we already know No More Heroes takes place in the same universe as Killer 7. It is? Yeah, it's, yeah it is. Oh, um, that's weird. There, was, there were subtle nods to it in the, in the other games, but in Travis Strikes Again... Um, in a recent update, they added a cutscene in the beginning that's um, one of the Smiths, the main main Smith, 
in Killer Seven, uh, he comes to uh, Badman's house, and it's like, "Hey, kill Travis." Badman. Batman. That's what Batman. <laughs> as yeah. in Batman. No, as in like Batgirls. Batgirls. Frick. Yeah, like the father. Oh. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you said Batman. I was like, how the heck did they get Batman in there? <laughs> you know, Batman is. In there. Unless it's just like a guy with an actual bat. I mean, he literally is. It's just a. It's just a guy. That makes sense. Just a drunk father. Wait a second. I, how does that tie into Killer is Dead? Oh no, I I have I have no idea. I don't I, I don't think those are those are connected what whatsoever. But I'm saying that Killer is Seven is connected oh, to Killer Seven. Heroes. I thought I thought you said Killer is Dead for some reason. No, that makes a lot more sense. Yes, Killer Seven is connected. To it also would have been it would have been cool if Killer Seven, uh, Killer is Dead, and No More Heroes all took place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Although I would really love to fight the Mexican wrestler Smith. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Remember him? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The most... Did you not play Killer Seven? I I I have seen it in, in action, but I have yet to play for myself. It's one of All those. Right, so basically, um, you swap between seven different assassin dudes, and one of them is a Mexican wrestler with grenade launchers who can headbutt bullets. That's amazing. I, I need know. To around to, need around to playing it because I do have it. It really puts into context how kind of boring Killer is Dead is, because no one headbutts bullets in that. But you do have a you do have an arm gun that is like kind of worthless. And you upgrade it by sleeping with random women. Some I still don't get that part. That 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 to me is the weirdest part. I have no idea. I still don't get how that works. Cause like all I did is like stare at them and then I gave them a present and then I, I have a drill. Oh, well, how does it, that work? It's a mighty drill that will pierce the heavens. How anyway. So, uh, our next topic, go play, um, go play no more heroes. I really hope three is good. Same. Next topic. Yes. Yeah. So next topic, Hey, you know, it's the sake of 60th birthday. They release cool. games and stuff. Make, a, make, make another Yakuza. They made a... Yeah, they made some kind of... Eh, you know. It was fun. Some fun little stuff here here and there. Uh, the main two being uh, being the not, not Streets of Rage. Uh, Streets of Camarocho? Yeah. I thought Rage. that was actually a really cool thing because like... Yakuza is really popular now. I'm really glad that Zero did well because it means, oh, holy crap, Yakuza is amazing. So that was cool. And it combined it with a nostalgic fan favorite series. That was cool. really too out there. Like, I, I, playing that like, made me like, oh, wow, these two series are kind of similar. It's like, yeah, you just find these random weapons lying, lying around. Yeah, that's like Yakuza. It's just kind of a beat em up thing. Mm hmm. Also in Yakuza, you can carry your weapons and you can like get a lightsaber. Yeah, and you can use guns. You know, for when yeah, you just don't. Guns are guns are for pussies. No, it's when you just don't care and you're just like, yeah, okay, listen. No, gun guns are for wimps, and if you are a man or you know, woman, person of other 
Um, Has there ever been okay. anything else? If you have any guts at all, you will go up there and punch them. Because guns are for wimps. Or you just use the heat action with the gun, which is what I tend to do. No, I I will look down on anyone who uses a gun in Yakuza. When you have Kiryu, who can just who can just pick up a random bench and smack people over the head until they somehow don't die, I will look down on you if you use a gun because that's so. Coward. Then so then who is who would be stronger, uh, him or Frank West? I mean, they can both pick up benches. Kiryu. I mean, one has covered wars, you know. Yes, I know one of them has a meme. Well, both of them have memes. No, both of but them Kiryu have memes. He has better. more memes. Kiryu's been in more games. And his games are generally better. Yeah, that's sad. And he isn't stuck fighting a bunch of random shambling corpses. Like, he actually has to fight people. Yes, I know Frank West has to fight people, but I mean, like, generally... Kiryu is better. Mm-hmm. And he's it's, not a, it's, Is yeah. there... Okay, because now I'm thinking about it. Is is there ever a Yakuza game where you actually... Or, like, you control a female character and have to beat the shit out of people? Um... I don't think so. I mean... I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. it'd be nice if you could. Maybe in Yakuza 7, uh, one of the party members can be a girl. I think one of them can be. Actually. Yeah, I think I think one of them is, actually. It's such a weird thing, because you have like open-world beat-em-up with a lot of hilarious side missions, and you turn into a, a wacky, modern-day, turn-based JRPG. I'm all for it, but that's, that's, that's very weird. Very so, yeah. strange. Um... Oh, the, oh, that right. And then Sega also released Golden Axe. Duh. Get it? Yep. Get it? Yeah. Yes, I understand. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, that Their pun was department was not... It's a good pun. It's not very amusing. It gets the point across, though. I, I didn't play it. I'm, I'm not a Golden Axe fan. I, I played it. And it's surprisingly good for, like, a canceled demo that, like, I think the dev team really only had a month, I think, to just, like, make it. So it was it was very much in that sort of department. But it was just supposed to be, like, a proof of concept demo. Um, That's surprising. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it, it's functional. It's, I've never noticed, like, I wasn't, like, uh, glitching through walls or anything. Um, so yeah, and it it's it is Golden Axe. It does feel like Golden Axe game. So I was very impressed. I have nothing to say about it. I don't play Golden Axe, but I, at least they they put it out. Like that'd be nice. That was cool of them. It's a shame that the devs didn't even know that that there was gives gonna be released until it actually was released. I hope they at least got paid. Uh hmm. Yeah, about that. Yeah. They didn't, did they? Mm. No. Well, crap. Yeah, that that's that, that's a that's a whole whole thing, debacle about uh that game that it's 
interesting that they were they, they were just i mean literally before um the devs make a uh like announce like hey we didn't actually know this was coming out whatsoever um on the steam it's there was like a disclaimer saying oh no if this is like a janky mess like please apologize it's like you know it's, un- it's like unfinished demo and i mean like, at least that's better than saying it's in early access mm-hmm. at least you know because like early access nowadays has a very uh i, I want to say uh down reputation about it because a lot of you know the skin flint hacks out there putting stuff on steam and, and it's just like an empty map with basically nothing in it it's probably an asset flip and they just say oh it's an early access but now with this they basically just say okay here's a here's a thing that we didn't finish it but it's here you can play it for free i think yeah. um it just here's what it is so if it's not what you expected like a full-blown golden axe game um, that's your fault, because we've deliberately said this is an unfinished prototype, but we're putting it out here because it's at least interesting to note. It is It is. It is a part of uh, video game history that that is interesting, so, I mean... It's probably better than the Golden Axe reboots. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be, like, a reboot. Uh, it was part of a sort of... Uh, it's part of a thing that, like, this and apparently Streets of Rage was also going to have this kind of 2.5D remakes... Uh, which oh. they wanted to do. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the idea of 2.5D unless it's, unless it's a company like um, Arxis. Arxis. Yeah, Arc System Works. Oh, yeah. where they're actually like stupidly good at it. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about 2.5D always just feels really sluggish to me. But then Arxis comes out and it's like. Dang, that this is actually really good. Props to you. You did better than King of Fighters. Good on, good on you, Guilty Gear. Yeah. So, um, with that said, I don't really have much, much more to add for uh, the sixtieth. It's just, it's funny that it almost looks like Go, but maybe, maybe I don't know. That's it. You know, it'd be really cool. What? If they actually like took took Golden Axed and like re and, like made it a full blown game, and they sold it for modern consoles, but they put it in a Sega Saturn shaped box. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Or at least you know like a limited edition or something. I'd appreciate that. That'd be really neat. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, uh, here's something that I, I, I always like, um, something that I, I, I like doing in, the, in this podcast is, like, trying to bring attention to things that, like, don't get talked about at all. Hey, you, you guys know that, like, cult classic game for, like, original Xbox 13? You mean Cassie? Is that what it's called? I always know it as Roman numeral 13. No, it is 13, but it looks like Cassie because it's written X-I-I-I. Oh, oh my God! I'm I'm dumb, but yeah. Hey, you know that there was a remake announced, and we got like trailers for it, and it's coming out really soon. I think it's because like it you you just said like it's a cult it's a cult classic thing. The thing is, the original thirteen didn't sell very well, and it ended on a cliffhanger, and that was kind of it. Like 
I've played th- I've played thirteen at least some of it, and it was cool, but like it's also an early two thousand shooter for consoles, and um, it's super jank, super janky. It has I really like the visual style, and I'd like to see it come back. My only worry is that they're going to make it look realistic. I don't think they will. No, they they have not. It, it, they have kept true to its uh, stylized oh. roots by just but nice. making it a, a little bit more uh, like the environments I've noticed are a little bit more realistic than they were. Like less blocky for for starters. All right. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine then. I think it's just because like. No one, I've never heard anyone asking for a, a remake of Cassie in the same way as like Legend of Dragoon. By the way, apparently Legend of Dragoon is getting a remake too. That, that's news to me. What the heck? Yeah, and apparently they're making it an action RPG with no turn-based combat. Like, that was like one of the best parts of the original Legend of Dragoon. It was fun because you got to pick all the different attacks and then you got to do the additions and then when you you press the buttons at the right time it was like volcano or um gust of wind dance and they just said fun things and i was the combat system was like one of the best parts not everything has to be an action rpg stop it get some help it is it is it is the mainstream thing though i mean you know seven if it was if what if if turn-based combat wasn't successful, how the heck do you explain Bravely Default, Octopath Traveler, Bravely... What was the thing after Bravely Default? Bravely... Um, second? Bravely Second. Uh, Fire Emblem, to a lesser extent. Persona freaking 5. How do you explain those games? Like, they all have turn-based combat. And they they sold freaking gangbusters because people like those games. People like them. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, we know people like the turn-based style, but we don't know if people like the turn-based style. They probably don't like turn-based combat. So we're well, going to make it completely different than the original thing that people have been wanting a remake of for years. That should totally work. I always Dummy. thought I always thought it was because of, uh, yes, turn, yes, turn-based, people like that. Um, however... The action RPGs has a broader appeal. Yeah, and but it, it, why it, it would just you it, an old school turn based JRPG where one of the best parts about it was its really cool combat system and the fact that it was turn based and it had the addition because system. some uh, I'm I'm just gonna say just because some exec was like hey listen we want this to actually sell so make it action. Well, they're dumb. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. I'm not, I'm not holding anything back. They're dumb. They're they're a bunch of dummies. I mean, like, the most recent fi- Final Fantasies, and at least what what I've seen of uh, Seven Remake, may it may, maybe like okay, you know, maybe there can be good good action. I and, I really just don't have any faith in something that says, oh, we're gonna remake this classic RPG, but it's gonna be not the thing that we're actually remaking to the point where we might as well just make a different game. But you wanted the remake, so we're gonna just. Slap the name on it. Hey, this won't be like a Panzer Dragoon remake. <laughs> you mean Panzer Dragoon Saga? Oh, wait. That game needs a remake or a port. Yeah, but remember the first game got remade. Oh, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that any good? I can't remember. Um, was it? Are you talking about the one that was the unlockable thing in Orta? No, 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 no. Um, it's, there's, it's for the Switch. Uh, oh. Actually. Of course it is. 
So yeah. Um it's uh it, it's it's fine. It's just like don't go in expecting it like this triple A remake. It's Well, I mean it's Legend of not Legend of Dragoon. It's uh Panzer Dragoon. It's a rail shooter fantasy thing. It's mm-hmm. just it's a, it's it's kind of a, a dated genre, I think. Unless yeah, it's something like really I, crazy like Sin and Punishment or some parts of Near. Yeah, I've I've noticed that like it is still a bit jank. Um even for a remake, but I don't know because I never played the original original. Um, if I've you want to play, play it, the you play it on the original Xbox, you can unlock it in Panzer Dragoon Orta. Yeah, and nice. I played it on that, but I don't know if that is just legit is just the same or not. I don't know if they got. Don't know if they. I'm pretty it. sure it's like basically the same thing. Okay, then I guess I have played the original. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Now I, we I just need to remake good. Panzer Dragoon Saga. It's like freaking five hundred dollars. Oh jeez! I know it's like five hundred dollars because they like. By the way, the same people who made Panzer Dragoon made Panzer Dragoon Saga, and it's rated like as highly as Final Fantasy VII. Damn! And now it's five hundred dollars because it was a Sega Saturn exclusive, and they oh. really mishandled that thing. Probably because we never got Sega Tasanshiro. No, we never did. And also, they're like, "Hey, by the way, you want this console? It's out now." What? Yeah, that was that 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 was stupid of them. But yeah, uh, Kasi thirteen, whatever you want to call it. I think it's just the fact that it is a first-person shooter from a time where first-person shooters on consoles were still kind of novel. So it's it's you know it had cool levels from what I remember. It had a really cool visual style. The story was. I didn't get all the way through it because I just, I don't like first person shooters, but I remember it being kind of interesting. But I think it was just because it was more interesting at the time it came out, so we um, took note of it and we're like, yeah, thirteen was such a neat game at the time. But over the years, you know, first person shooters, we had like an entire console gen pretty much dominated by first and third person shooters to the point where having one that's cell shaded and a remake of an old game, I feel like that's just not interesting enough to be interesting. It feels like they picked a really bad time to remake it because sure, we've gotten over the first person shooter bubble, but now this remake is coming out. And yeah, and 13 really is just a third, like it really is a first person shooter. It is through, it is that, through and through. It's not like, this ain't like, I don't know, like, it's not like something like maybe like Dishonored where it's like, it could be a first person shooter, but it's actually not. It's just in first person. No, this is a first person shooter. Like, like the thing you would sound. get every single year and yeah. we got really, really, really sick of for like all of the PS3, all of the Xbox 360, the things that like, people were drowning in. And Dishonored, was a really cool stealth game. Like, I'm not going to lie, that game is really good. Uh, I, ha- I still need to play the second one. Really big fan of Arcade and Studios' work, too, along with Don't Not. But I think it's just that the novelty of the original 13 and just the era where it was made, it feels like a game that could only be a cult hit because it was made during the time it was. And, you yep. know, nowadays we've just gotten so many first-person shooters that 13 seems just kind of 
quaint, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Like, oh, it's in uh, it's cell shaded. It's cool. That's honestly, okay. you know, it's funny because I I was thinking the exact same thing when uh when I saw the most recent trailer for Death Looped or whatever that one's freaking called. And it's like, oh, it's like a shooter thing. There's like time travel mechanics, but it just looks like a shooter, and it's like it's not as interesting because it just looks like a standard first person shooter. Ah, uh, yes, gun. Mm-hmm. Like there's apparently game, there's another that's player game. that's hunting you down too, so you always gotta like worry about that. I still don't know what the heck that, that game's supposed to be. Isn't there it's, another thing called Death Looped or something? Death that, Looped. That's the one I'm talking about. From I think it's from Arcane. I think Arcane's working on that. Is it Arcane? It is Arcane. Yeah, it is Arcane. Oh wow, that was a weird full circle moment right there. Yeah. That's I still have no idea what the heck that game's gonna be. Like, Why are you working on that instead of a sequel to Dishonored? That'd be nice. Th- you mean the sequel to the sequel? Yeah, sequel to the sequel. That'd be cool. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to work on it. That'd be fine. I like Dishonored. I mean, I it's do think 2 is a... pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's just that it's it's clear, though, that the, the engine had a little bit, needed a little bit of tweaking. Cause... Yeah, that'd be fine. Prey was okay from what I heard. I still need to play it. I actually really like that. I, I was even surprised. though it had nothing to do with the original Prey, which I never played. I still haven't played. So apparently, it's really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I just think 13's time has kind of come and gone, and no one's interested in it because it's a game of its time. You know, like Red Faction. No oh, one cares yeah. about Red Perfect. Faction because what 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 was Red Faction? It was a console shooter with uh, environmental destruction. That was that was the era of like experimentation where people were taking genres and just kind of adding a cool thing and that cool thing was a selling point that you could experience but nowadays it all feels kind of just okay but can you do something else like it, it's a first person shooter but it's cell shaded okay well we have borderlands um it's a first person shooter with environmental destruction great we have the other red faction games Saints Row, I think, has environmental yeah, destruction. Saints, Row's, Saints Row does, too. I don't, okay, I, I don't know about the first games. game, but the other ones. We too. have uh, Battlefield Bad Company. We, I, think that, that, I think that does have it. We have Battlefield 1. Like It just feels every like... Every Battlefield game. Legit, every Battlefield game has it. I don't play Battlefield. That's just what I've heard. But at 13, it feels like it's a game that happened during the time... And the time to capitalize on whatever interest there was in it has kind of come and gone because over the years, there's just been many first-person shooters that have expanded on the ideas, improved upon the ideas, the mechanics of the genre. It just feels like it doesn't have anything to do, and they're just remaking it because, hey, people thought this game was cool. It'd be nice if we got a sequel to 13, and they're making it as, like, uh, 13 complete edition or something where they actually make a conclusion to the story because they never got a sequel that's really weird yeah, like, with, with, with if it's so well we would have gotten mechanics. a sequel so why, why remake it when it probably didn't do very well in the first place it just seems it just seems like a really unnecessary title to remake yeah I think I am in that same boat where like I, I think having a sequel that basically takes the style of the game but updates it adds more stuff so uh for our modern audience instead of just making it just straight up a 
a remake as I think you're right for a game like that you need to basically up, update it update the mechanics make uh, make it a lot more interesting to play than just like it's a shooter yeah but it's in cell shading mm-hmm. really Which, cool cell shading ah, like it looks neat but we again we have borderlands mm-hmm. borderlands so 3 is, is great I, I've only played uh, the second one two is also pretty good but I just like that three like there's Everyone, everyone, the player characters. So, it's like, they actually have character this time. Yeah, I, like I, I, haven't played it. I haven't played it in a long time. Because I think you're supposed to play it with friends, and I don't really have any friends who play Borderlands, and I don't have it on PC. So, eh. It just yeah. feels like it doesn't need to be remade, but people are remaking it because nostalgia. And people don't need to remake Legend of Dragoon as an action game. Stop it. I want turn-based games because people prove that that can be successful. Again, Persona Five, like we will always have... get turn turn turn-based games. In fact, like uh, Bravely Default Two is coming to the Switch. Though, yeah, like, but the then, art is different. You know why Bravely Default Two is coming to the Switch? Because, because the first two games were really successful and they were turn-based, like the original Legend of Dragoon. I would have liked it if they could have just like. So then, okay. So then, here, so here's a question then for, for you. What what do you think of uh, uh, the newest Final Fantasy being action? I mean, they've been doing that for a while, and like even back then, like during the Final Fantasy fourteen, not fourteen, uh, four, as back as four, they were doing the action at the ATB system, which I'm not really a big fan of. Um, where you have to wait to fill up a bar and then you can do a move. And that's fine because it's just, it like was only my, my, my hot, my hot take about that is basically it's only really interesting in bosses. That's it. Yeah. I just, I just prefer turn-based systems because it's very clear on what is going to happen next. And then I can plan around it. That's why I, that's why, despite how okay and kind of disappointing I thought Octopath Traveler was, the combat is is fun because turn-based is just, oh, yeah. you know, the combat, it's a solid formula The combat was, was my favorite well. part of it, honestly. I actually just really liked fighting, especially all the bosses and the, uh, and, and the sprite. Oh, my God, the sprites. Yeah, yeah sprite work is great. The final, the secret bosses are super hard. I've beaten three of them now. I still yeah. need to get the War Master. Octopath Traveler is like basically just it's it, it's it's what I always imagined an old school. Okay, I guess I, yeah, okay, I guess I can call it old school Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's, it's what, trying to it's trying to do that. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's like what Fantasy. you would imagine it to be, not like what it actually is, but all the really cool, memorable things, and it's in this. Except that, you know, better storytelling. Yeah, and it needed better story storytelling. That's really hope the second one has better storytelling. Instead of just ripping off Final Fantasy One. I though hey, listen, being able to play as, as like a merchant, that's kinda cool, okay? What what RPGs let you play as that? Uh, a merchant class. That has a job system. Yeah. I do like, the, but anyway, we're not talking about Octopath Traveler. We're talking about Cassie and the well, Cassie we're, remake. Well, we're done talking about Cassie now. I, All I, right. 
I feel like I complained more about the Legend of Dragoon remake than I did talking about why the why the Cassie remake is just kind of whatever. Yeah. Who's remaking um, it, by the well, way? Well, you know, we were talking about turn-based stuff. I guess then we can bring up the fact that the original um, Fire Emblem games on the Switch, for a limited time only, that it's gone. Just like... Just like that uh, Mario 3D All-Stars, yeah. which was just ROMs put on a cartridge. Because now, to be fair, really this one is nowhere near as as expensive, and they do at least add... I think they added some, like, like a speed-up feature or something like that for for it. That uh, really is just, like, a lot of people... I, I, com- I complain about this a lot. Maybe not complain about it a lot, but, like, I always... I've never liked Nintendo business practices and I also don't really They're like very hit or miss for me like uh, I can't say I outright hate Nintendo but I can't say I'm an outright a fan I, mean, I don't hate them either I just hate yeah. their business practices a lot of the time you know their artificial mm-hmm. scarcity the fact yeah, that their games that. never lower in price they always are like at least $50 no matter how old they are I went to GameStop the other day where, weirdly enough, I, I pulled a lightning storm out of, of a pack of Ignition Assault just because I, I bought it on a whim, which is great because now I can sell it for like 120 bucks. But then I, I saw that uh, they didn't... Well, I guess this was a while ago. I didn't Wait, I didn't go to GameStop. I went to Vintage Stock. That's the different mm. one. Uh, I didn't pull a lightning storm from there. Would have been cool. Anyway, I saw that um, like some of the old Super Nintendo games are still... Very expensive, and I mean that's that's fine because they're they're old games. Um, it's reasonable to expect that they're a little pricier. I think they have like Earthbound for about oh two hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm like Earthbound's okay, freaking... that's reasonable. <laughs> but then like the Pokemon games for GBA are still over forty dollars, and they're like over fifteen years old, and they sold like millions of copies, and I'm just like. Why are you not lowering the price on these things? And also, the Switch games, Breath of the Wild is still over $50. Yep. It's been out for three years. Nintendo, you're not that great. Stop it. Please. Just, no, just see, the, uh, the, only, the only time they ever get any sort of sales is, like, through the eShop. That's the only time. If you're ever going to buy anything that's first part of Nintendo, that's the only time you're going to get any good good sales. Unless you're a nostalgically blinded Nintendo fanatic, in which case you're going to lap up every single thing they release, claim it's the best thing ever made, ever in the history of humankind, and then you will attack anyone who says otherwise. I mean, I am grateful that they got that because of them, we got Bayonetta 2. So that's that nice. <laughs> we're getting Bayonetta 3, guys. Dollars, but yeah. sure. guys, we're getting by another three. We de- definitely are. That, that that's a thing. Okay, it's gonna happen. Swear to God. Wait for Kamiya to to be in the mood. Kamina, Kamina, Hideki Kamiya. Yeah, Kamiya. I always. Oh God. I think it's Kamiya because I, I think his name. It's is... Kamiya. I'm pretty sure it is Kamiya. Please, please don't yeah. block me. By, by the way, again. Uh, I think I'm already blocked by him, and I I don't even know why. Nah, uh, I did. I I made a dumb joke. Well, not dumb joke, but um, when I did back when I did videos, when I used to do that, um, I did my Devil May Cry one video, and I was like, you know what? Wouldn't it be really funny if I just tweeted, "Hey, I made a video on your game that you made. Is good," and he's like, "Ha, huh, thanks. Blocked." 
he's weird. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I knew I was going to get blocked anyway, but it, it was just, it was like, it, it was great. And we're, I, we're not talking about Kamiya. We're getting Bayonetta 3 at some point. Um, just like we're going to get Metroid Prime 4. Oh, yeah, that's coming out, guys. It's really soon. Just like Pikman 4 coming out really soon, guys. You just keep waiting, Nintendo fanatics. Don't, don't, don't complain about anything because that means you think Nintendo is doing a bad. You can act self-entitled all you want and still say Nintendo is the best company to ever exist in the history of humanity because you do that all the time. And I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I love that we're just throwing shade. This is great. This is awesome. And also, Zelda, Zelda games are not that good. Oh, okay. Wind wow. Is. This is a hot. This Wind is Waker hot take. is. Wind Waker is good. That's the best one. You know why? Because it's got personality and storyline and charm, and it feels like an adventure instead of a. Whoa, wait, 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 wait! Not even like Majora's Mask, because I really like Majora's Mask. Okay, Majora's Mask is also good because it has philosophy about the meaningless of existence. It is very nihilistic, and it is depressing. Uh, yeah, it's very and depressing. And the fact that you do everything to save them, and just no one cares, like no one notices. That's no, actually yeah, really yeah, cool. No one actually, yeah, because that's the thing. Yeah, the ending of the game is no one ever noticed that there was any danger. You basically just undoed everything. Link That's is like never the, treated like, oh, you are the one chosen person who must save the world because reasons. Now, dude, put time, on this time travel. This is like the thing. A partner and go like, save the world from the guy who should, by all rights, wipe the floor with you because he's like three times your size and he possesses the literal magical triangle of power. But no, you you just you just you you little anime twink elf. You're just gonna walk right in there, smack him with your sword a couple times, and save the world. Yay! No one cares. Fantastic story, Nintendo. Yeah, You've it's only been it, repeating it for the past honestly, thirty-five years. Honestly, though, when come uh, thinking back to, to to Majora's Mask, it is so great because it's it's one of those that's like you want to save, you want to actually save these people because. You get to know them, and you're like, man, they don't want to die. But in the process of saving them, it's not like you get rewarded for like, it's not like Link. You're not special. You're yeah. not special. You because save everyone. And to life there, because to them, it's just another day. Like when you get to that, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, look, the moon is, is falling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do I need from the store today? So like the okay. ending. So like the ending of. Uh, okay, listen. I could go about Majora's Mask a lot because I, I I really think it's. It's 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 one of those games that I think does time travel narratives like really well. It's a good example. Yeah, because for I mean the the bank thing is is weird. The ba the bank's the only problem that like that makes no freaking sense. I don't understand why you can't just pocket the money and take it back with you. I mean, the rest of your inventory goes with you. Mm hmm. It's bank fraud. That's what it is. But yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I haven't played a, a lot of a lot of Zelda games, so I can't say that. But I mean, like most of them, I played, I've enjoyed. Uh, so They're the definition of okay. They basically do the exact same thing over and over again, but everyone. Just I mean, I rather like Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Forehead to the ground in praise of this repetitive, beaten horse that Nintendo keeps dragging out. Yeah. Okay. But would you rather have something that's familiar, that's at least somewhat set, or would you rather be a Sonic fan and having to deal with everything being different every single game? Honestly, I don't care. 
Exactly. No one cares. Uh, anyway, um, so I will like, say this, though. Colors was good. Oh no, Colors is great. Sonic Colors was good. But yeah. Oh. Uh, also, Mario's not that great. Uh, like he's not. He. I I I really don't want to make this keep bragging on Nintendo, but that's basically what we're gonna do anyway because there's no reason to preserve an old game like this that a lot of people probably want to play and are willing to pay you money for for the chance of playing an upscaled, easily available version of an old game on a now incredibly popular series and just be like, oh, it's gone. That was not yeah. a, that was not a Thanos reference. Stop it. No. No. It's just it is, a snap. It is now. No, it's not. <laughs> Okay, but uh, yeah, I, I uh, uh, so the original Fire Emblem game, uh, the NES game, uh, is gonna be available on Switch, and uh, for a little bit, and then it's gone. I, I hate, don't do this, please, Nintendo, stop it. Uh, and that's it. And also, it. don't do the 3D All Stars thing where you just take three ROMs, the things you keep trying to shut down, you hypocritical jerks. And then put them on a cartridge to sell for full price temporarily. Like, mm -hmm. that's just being mean to the customer. Yeah, because, yeah. like, also, Mother 3, like, there's already a fan translation of that. It's been out for, like, almost. Yeah, couldn't years. they? Okay, see, see, this is this is one of the thing that I'm I'll, I'll ask to to the to the audience or whatever, but um, can't they just be like, hey, so, uh, since it's our game, since we own the rights to Mother Three, we can just take your fan translation and then sell it? Like, isn't that something that they could technically do? Yeah, that that is something yeah. that they could do. They could also mm -hmm. just. You know, apparently, since they don't care, they could just shut down every any site distributing the ROM and then sell it to us for sixty dollars for Mother Three. Not, not even like all three games. Like, no, yeah, they actually, they, they, they even, obviously they would. They probably wouldn't even do that. They probably just sell Mother Three for sixty dollars. Yeah, they would. They would translation that they shut down and then stole for their own uses. Like, I. I am not going to apologize for any Zelda fanatics out there, but the company isn't all perfect. Okay, they're not. Nope. No okay? company and this is, is like as prime perfect. Reason why you don't? I think game preservation is important. Like selling old games on newer consoles is a good way to preserve those games for you know future people to play. I that's why I hate the whole thing about the Scott Pilgrim game because that was that was off markets for so long and i understand why it was like a license temporary temporary yeah because because not only, not on only did you have like universal but you also had anamonaguchi had their own licensing because it was their music too that they provided for or for the game and then um the ip of scott pilgrim itself and then you had ubisoft so there, there was a lot of multiple things tangled going on spaghetti. Mm -hmm. tangled spaghetti of uh contracts it was basically asking to like once something's up then that's gonna be it's gonna be gone but and now we have it back because everyone just complained that i want to play this really awesome game and it just disappeared mm. and that's the thing like why do that why have a game that people want to play that people will pay you money for 
and then not have it after a while. I, I heard a saying once that uh, I think Jim Sterling said it. It's like people pay for convenience. When the Apple That's Store cool. and iTunes started, you know, selling music, piracy went down because it was convenient to just pay the music. And then uh, once everything starts getting cut up into little fiefdoms of content, and you know, a bunch of companies are just grabbing whatever they can and saying you can only get this from us you start seeing a lot more piracy because it's a lot more convenient to just go on to Pirate Bay or whatever. Is it Pirate Bay? I think Something so. Like I'm that. not sure. And then just getting whatever they want because it's easier than having to go through all the rigmarole for uh, this other stuff. Like, if they just charged, like, even if they, for the Mario 3D All-Stars, if they charged, like, $40 and didn't have the stupid you know, timed release thing where you can only get it. Isn't it like six months? You can only get it for six months. And yeah, it's until March, gone. March of next year, uh, which is the that same is thing so for um, Fire Emblem. Like, what are, What else are you going to do? It's not like you're selling N64 games fresh off the production cart to people that, that just want to buy them. Like, you can't sell Mario 64 in a cartridge anymore. I mean, you could. You won't. But, like, you can't print new copies of Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy and just keep selling them, Nintendo. You might as well just keep it on the store and keep the physical cartridge because it's something people want. Why? And people want to play the original Fire Emblem game because, hey, Mm -hmm. Fire Emblem Awakening was massive. A lot of people got into the series because of it. I got into the series because of it. I still need to play Echo. And keep in mind, we never got or over over in the West anyway. We never got the uh, original Fire Emblem game. Yeah, we never did. I think it was the Game Boy one. Uh, that, that, that yeah, that was the first Fire Emblem game that the West ever got. Um, yeah, we did. We did get the DS remake of the first game that apparently sucks. So I haven't I haven't great. played it, but like I I still want to play Echoes. I don't know why it just seems oh, Echoes like is so good. One. I really lo- love Echoes. It's my. Uh, I think it's better than Awakening. For the record, the only ones that I have uh, I have played, I've played like 300 hours of Awakening, and I think I played through um, Birthright once. I, mean, I think like, that yeah, just goes to show me how not good Birthright was. It was a shame, because I was actually looking forward to it when it came out. But anyway, it's like people want to want to play it because, hey, all these new Fire Emblem games are selling super well. Awakening, the one they split into three parts for some stupid reason. I guess to emulate Pokemon, their other series that is basically just one gigantic. Oh yeah, dead Birthright and Conquest. Yeah, see that that immediately it is just like oh man, that was a stupid move. So stupid. No, it was they had I Birthright and Conquest. Both of them were like two separate stories. And but then there was this BS like oh no, there's this DLC that combines the two and is actually the true ending. And, it's, and then it's we're like, going to put all three games on one physical cartridge you can only get for a very small time. Oh, my God. And that, they did that, that even back then. I'm just remembering that. Yeah, like, oh, God. Screw you, Nintendo. Like, the franchise is finally doing well, and you're just going to be like, yeah, no, we're going to... Space just has so, much, sure space you, just has so really many problems. to actually get money from this. We're doing super well. So the best thing we can possibly do for business is to release games that we know people will want to pay us for, but make them available for a very short amount of time. So that way, we can only make money from it for a very limited window of time. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
that's really dumb. It's you know you know what's really funny though. It's like talking about this made me, made me realize how how happy I am to see uh, Nocturne like getting a re a re release. Because... Yeah, Nocturne's freaking great. How many? How much you want to bet people are gonna call it the the uh, the Dark Souls of Persona or something oh, like that? Oh man, I I can already see the headlines. Though it's funny because they there is a Mercil there there is like an easy mode that they added to to the game apparently. Oh, that's nice. Um, they also uh, have DLC for the game. I mean, it's not just Dante, but also there's like two new areas you can get. One that's basically just to farm uh, items and another one that's just to farm uh, money. That's, that's useful. So they made the game a lot more accessible, which I mean, you know, I... I Are we just, just going to spend this whole thing bagging on Nintendo? No. <laughs> uh, I... I just want to say that, like, I hope that that does really good because wouldn't it be great if we if we got like uh, the other SMT games from the PS2 era that never s- have seen the light of day after, like the Digital like Devil Rhino Saga, and yep, and the Rido games, Digital Devil Saga. Uh, they made a lot of ones for that PS2. Mm-hmm. Can we finally get like a definitive port of Persona Three? That just combines everything from from Fez and Portable. And can it not be on the Switch only? Because I got I got a physical copy for my PS2, and it it doesn't work. Damn. Everything nice. runs fine except for some reason Yukari's voice lines. There's this weird pause in it where it takes like ten seconds for her lines to actually like sound off. And then the music just cuts out for a while. It's so annoying. Like, even the game doesn't want to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's really stupid for them to only have this game for a limited time. Because it's not like a limited time sale or anything like that. It's it's only available for a limited time. Which means, oh, you didn't get it when it was, when it was here? Great. Uh, we don't get your money. This is a brilliant business strategy. Being a, being an absolutely rude jerk to customers about games that we know they'll pay for. We're we're just not gonna let them let, let them do that. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, that's our thoughts on on on, on Nintendo. Um, uh, thanks for for uh coming out. Thank- Thank you for uh, we, coming to our TED talk about we do we do we do have one more one more piece of headlines, but I mean it's not even that that important. Cyberpunk got got delayed. Oh, okay, again, cool. Anyway, hopefully that's it. there's no crunch involved. Although I, I oh, wouldn't put it past CD Projekt Red. I I'm, I'm I am still a little upset about that. Just like it's like. It it's 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 more upsetting to me because of their whole oh no we're, this game will, will be out when it's out when it's good and ready we take our time and then like lol no we're gonna crunch. That's uh, like I mean, it's like when Bethesda says or is Bethesda is uh, Bioware Bioware, Bioware magic mm. that's what it, that's what it is that's not magic that's 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 like slave driving that's the blood people. sweat and tears from the developers. That's the magic. That's the real magic. Game, you know what the real magic would be? A game developers union. 
Oh, I was going to say today's sponsor, but no. Yeah. We have a sponsor? No, we don't. Oh. Hashtag not sponsored. Unless Hashtag it maybe. is. Unless we're actually sponsored by Nintendo. Unless this, unless this whole thing was... Yeah. Uh, anyway, after bashing on <laughs> Nintendo, today's incredible. sponsor is Nintendo. <laughs> I would actually love if I, I, I... Like, it would never happen. I would never agree to be sponsored by Nintendo. Like, I'm not even joking here. Because I actually kind of hate them as a business. But it really, it would be really funny if I accepted the partnership just so I could make a video saying like, how crap you know, they like, are. Just to be clear, just because I accepted this, I can still say whatever I want. If they said yes, then I said, all right, cool. Anyway, now we're going to talk about Nintendo's uh, horrible business practices. Yeah. <laughs> Let's That'd go. That would be like Jim Sterling taking the, the partnership, even though he doesn't do that, so that wouldn't happen. So. That'd be yep. funny. Or they don't do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that is going to be it for the podcast. I want to thank everyone that is listening to our lovely voices. Uh, and I'd like to apologize. I'm sorry I had to be here. <laughs> for talking. That's okay. Uh, I, uh, if you enjoyed listening to Hoodley, uh, there's links. Get some help. Okay, I mean first. But before you do that... Uh, Go and check out the YouTube channel, and uh, should I link your Twitter too? If you want, I really don't do much there. But I mean, if you want, sure thing. If you want to see me liking uh, pictures of cute bats, snakes, and mice, and also puppies and cats, and really just any cute animal, I, come I love across. how you how how you maybe should have started with the with the puppies and cats. Well. People sh- people need to respect bats and snakes and and rats because they're cute. Snakes are little boop noodles. You sh- you should appreciate them. All right, and on, that, and on that note, <laughs> and on and on that note, uh, I just want to remind you all to stay safe. Wear wear wear, wear a mask. Uh, do all that stuff. Don't be uh, a Karen. Yes, if if you can help it, please. Unless um, your name is Karen, then then we are sorry. Slang Karen. I don't know where I was going with this. Oh well. With that all said, my name is Gumshoe. I hope you all have a fantastic day, afternoon, night, and take care. <laughs>